Welcome to the Helihead Show. This is episode 76. I am your host, Kids. And of course, we have old uh, Fitz Post with us. <laughs> Who brings Sam into a fun fly? Right? And then we got cool hands. What's up? Hi. No? No. And we've got the old Cholo Barnes. Uh, Hey. There you go. And we've got, all the way from Maximum Collective, we have Steve O'Connor here. Hey, how's it going? All right. Salmon. Salmon, dude. I mean... Salmon. I want salmon. Do you? Yeah. yeah. Like Brussels sprouts and shit with it? I have eaten hardly anything today, so oh, yeah, pretty much anything sounds good. Mm, yeah. How'd your workout go? Yeah. Really good. Really good. Thanks. Ask me how mine did. How's your job? I didn't do anything. All right. Did you have pizza today? I did not. And we had oh. pizza here for the kids. Wow. Oh, that's good dangerous. job. That's awesome. Right? Right? Good restraint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Uh, anybody been doing anything fun? Nope. Define fun. Hmm. I mean, whatever. Anything goes here, so. <laughs> nope. Nothing. Off Normal. to a great start. This is fantastic. <laughs> Love it. Accomplished anything? Got anything done? Uh, I mean, I worked on some stuff. Should we just move right into the hashtags? And- I mean, we can. Just end yeah, it. We can. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to you, you for coming on. on. Kevin, what'd you work I, uh, well, let's get that into my week because I have like all of, you know, make sure everything's down by, hmm, okay. Anyway, uh, let's do our obligatory thank you. We want to thank everyone for downloading stream and listening to our podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you. Um, I don't keep up with the numbers very much. Uh, don't really care. We just do this for fun. But I will say that it appears that the average is a little over a thousand, twelve, thirteen hundred ish per show. Thought that was pretty good. I was like, hey, at least somebody's listening. At least they maybe they listened to it thirteen hundred times. I don't know. There's like yeah, one no, listener. That's Cliff Lewis. He's that's a little, Cliff. Uh, is that a what it is? Slow. He's gonna hit rewind a few times. <laughs> rewind. Yeah. Oh shit. Those are great numbers. Yeah. Oh, we aren't yeah. even a fourth of that. Being, you know, losers that we are. Well, me anyway. But uh yeah. Pretty cool. So, uh, Kyle, yeah. why don't you tell us what you've been up to this week? Uh, what has Kyle been up to this week? Um, my weeks have been less than exciting. Just kind of busy with some other stuff going on in life these days. Had some, some recent changes that I have been dealing with. All positive things, just things that are... Um, consuming pretty much all of my attention these days. So, awesome. been, yeah, wrapped up in things outside of the hobby. But uh, back to Helly's, I do have, and I'm looking at it right now, a Raw 420. Come on. Tell Ooh. us about it. Can you? Um, yeah. I mean, everything's prepared. But, so. I mean, pretty much everything's out there on the table. So, let's talk about it. Except price. Yeah. We can't talk price because we don't know price. So, we don't have price. Yeah. So, but tell us about cool. it. It's, it's great. Why um, is it special? It is special because it has a direct drive motor, which I just heard about half our audience grown, and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the difference is it has a one-way. That's, yeah, that's, that's what I was about to say. It does have a one-way in it, so you yeah. can auto it. I've right. It. Does, it does it auto, auto like a brick? Well, only because the blades are so small. Yeah. That's the only reason. 
but yeah. it does auto. The nice thing, like the one thing I noticed with the fireball with the direct drive tail is that I don't know if the ratio was never right, but like the tail performance just always sucked on that thing no matter what. Mm. But the tail authority on this, on the 420 is like incredible. You can do reversing, pirouetting, whatever you want at whatever. Really? Doing, yeah. You can just reverse the tail. Whatever. So nice. I, I'm blown away. I'm, I'm really, really happy. I, so what battery are you using? Currently... I have two batteries from Maniacs. Uh, it's a 6S2200 and a 6S2600. Mm-hmm. Uh, something else I want to bring up is that we are working on a battery that's more targeted towards the 420. I don't want to share any details as far as C rating or size until it's fully confirmed. But yeah. But it, uh, it's a performer, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Pretty what, sweet. Did the, what did the former 420 use for power, battery-wise? Because it, it was bigger than 2200, wasn't it? Uh, I always flew it with a 6S1800. It's just what I had. Wow, smaller. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's, it's just because of what I had, and I'm lazy, and I didn't want to order the right thing. But isn't so. the 380 like an 1800 size or no? Exactly. I just had a 380 and a 420 and one battery. So. Okay. Okay. I got to tell you, man, I am super interested in it. I just, I hate the fact that I don't have a place that I can walk out my back door and you know, in fly. Yeah. Like, even if it no, meant no, going down the street it. to a parking lot, like I just don't really have that. Yeah. No, I get, it. I mean, when it first showed up, I was like, oh, here we go. another small heli. Yeah. Let's just build it, get it done. And then be over with it. But I, I fly it like almost every day. That's amazing. Yeah. There's a nice little field in the neighborhood. I just ride my bike down there with it in a backpack and <laughs> grab a couple of flights. It, it's cool. It, it's, so awesome. it's just fun. It, feel, it feels a lot bigger in the air. I know we've said that with probably every heli that's ever. <laughs> it's so true. I've got the actual official price range here. So it's going to be more than a Fireball and less than a Yurikai. Oh, fantastic. Wow. Yep. Fingers, fingers yep. crossed that you're right on. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Nice. Oh, goodness. Well, I'm excited. I, I think it looks great. Um, I would love to. I would love to see it with the what is it the the carbon boom? You know, that is what I'm looking at right now, buddy. Uh, yeah, they, they shipped me the carbon boom and I put it on today, and it looks very oh, nice. tasty. Yeah, Ooh. I do have a question for you. Mm. Servos, so it takes micros, right? Yes, sir. Can you use the same servos that are in the uh, fireball? Uh, theoretically, yes. I think you kind of need to have some self-awareness when it comes to flying style. If you're going to bang on a little bit more, it's not really the way to go. They don't really okay. have a ton of torque for that. Okay. Um, I'm flying curious. the Theta micros in mind, and, and they're working really, really well. I've never had issues with those as far as speed or torque in it. So, I mean, if you're looking for something with Thetas, I can personally adjust it. Yeah. I feel nice. like before this thing launches, we've got to do another servo review, but do micros. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Might actually help increase the uh, smaller heli. I mean, there seems to be a lot of excitement on social media about this. I'm not a small heli person myself. Yeah, but you know what, man? Like when I was first learning, my 500 T Rex was my go to heli to, to quote unquote warm up. I would fly that three or four times and then break out the 600 Nitro. So, yeah, I mean, for me, that's like even Gooch, like he did that for a long time too. Um, but, uh, that was how I did it. And, and I remember back in the day too, that the Protos 500 was like, 
it was like the the Ferrari model. There you go. Go get yours, Steve. Uh, you know, compared to the T-Rex. And yeah, those were so badass. Um, and they fly amazing. So I'm, I'm happy that they're bringing out sizes that potentially could, you know, stick the needle in the arm, as old Shoe says. And uh, they fly less. They fly less amazing today. That do they? 500, for example. Yeah, the Buddy 380 just blows away. I'm sure. I'm sure. But back in the day, that was the the Ferrari, you know. And uh, you know, because I remember I asked Gregor a long time ago. I said, "All right, man, tell me, T Rex 500 or Protos?" He's like, "The Protos is not friendly to crash." He says, "But man, he goes, is it a hot rod compared to the T Rex?" <laughs> and You're I speaking was like, of Lechuga. "Okay." <laughs> I said, "Send me the T Rex." <laughs> Go ahead. No, I just... I, you're talking about Lechuga, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that his new name? It is. Yeah. Yes. He is Mr. Lettucehead. That is correct. <laughs> well, we've got Trader Joe, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> old Scott. Old Trader Joe. But, uh, well, cool. What else you got? Um, I've just been messing around with some other little settings. I'm going down the same rabbit hole that Scott did back in the day with Hobby Wing, and I started messing around with B-Bar Governor. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't really have any good reason for it. The best reason I can come up with is that uh, pretty much every day people ask me, what are PMB runners? I was like, I don't know, about 87%. See how put I don't know. So now right. I can dial it in and figure out what I'm really flying. And I'm actually surprised, honestly. Um, no, it's flew, good. Yeah, I, I flew my raw 700 yesterday, and I settled in at like 2100 RPM, and yeah. I was always assuming like 2300 or more is what I was using. So, no, it it, uh, it it keeps up faster, I think, than some of the, you know, ESC governors. Yeah, yeah, it definitely gives a nice boost. Yeah, uh, when you need it. I've been just so used to hobby wing government, which always worked fine for me and never really complained, but this kind of shows where it maybe lacked a little bit, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's definitely fun. just a little snappier. It's like five or ten percent like off the mark. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. So just messing with that, but that's all I got for uh past like month since I've been here last time. All right. Scott, Trader Joe, what you got? <laughs> Yo, the name's Fence Post, ho. Oh, okay, ho. <laughs> uh it says here that i shared vbar gov settings with kyle which i didn't because uh i forgot um because oh, i had messed up spool up and stuff before yeah my bad um i'll get you that i just gotta go reread the manual because i forgot what everything's called <laughs> um hey kevin yo dog i bought something ah oh, shit what'd you buy it's not a helicopter Okay, now I'm excited. Bought another bicycle. What? It's My a dirt dog. Bike. Oh yeah, getting the pedal on. Mm. What'd you get? Mm. Mm. Uh, it's a Harrow. I don't know. Steel Reserve. It was a really cheap bike. A main had it down in Charlotte at their warehouse, and I was like, "Hmm, I think I'll buy that." So I did. Nice. A main. Awesome. So that's. Sick, I don't know dude. if I wanted something different. I've been kind of tooling around with. Um, a little 26-inch BMX cruiser. I really don't like it at all. It's just not my jam. And uh found the dirt jumper, so I figured I'd give that a whirl. It's a little bit closer to, like, a trials bike geometry, so... Okay. I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
a little bit. So. Yeah. I Well, I want to make it up there, and I'm going to go do the uh, pump track with you. I think that'd be a lot Hell of fun. Yeah. 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 For sick. those of you that may be into bikes, may not be, uh, we have a Velo Solutions pump track here in Gastonia, so it's about 30 minutes from Charlotte. And if you just Google, look up Velo Solutions pump track, they are some of the best tracks in the world. Literally in the world. They're all over the planet. Um, and it's it's pretty rare to have one. And the reason we have one is because Red Bull hosts an event here uh, every year. Oh, wow. Yeah. it's They're legit. They're, they're pretty cool. If you're lucky enough yeah. to have one, you are fortunate for sure. I've always wondered why they didn't build like a, a raised indoor park here. Uh, where I live. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the reason I say that is because, well, so to be fair, Charlotte has good trails. I do not. And, you know, obviously it rains here a lot during the summer and as well as it's freaking just disgustingly hot. And, uh, you know, we know that people travel to Kentucky from different states to go to that cavern place. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, it could it could probably rake in the dough. I don't know if it would, but I mean, it could probably rake in the dough if you had like a indoor park, you know, here, because yeah. people could develop skills and whatever else. And I'm a, I would almost feel certain that people from other states would join annual memberships and things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I hate so, the fact that that's the only one up there in Ohio. It may not be a raise, but we have three indoor like skate parks here. That you can use, you know, they got resi ramps and stuff and all that good. But it's thing. but it's more for skateboarding. Half and half. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. It's not geared towards mountain biking. It's more BMX and skating yeah. kind of thing. But you know, same skill, same fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely no raise though. I mean, I get that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gotcha. yeah. Uh, other than that, um, my fleet changed again. Uh, don't ask. <laughs> I'm not even going to talk about it anymore. Uh, just you know, things change. Yeah. Because by the time this show airs, it'll be different. Yeah, it'll be changed again. Yeah, yeah. yeah He'll be definitely. flying Diablos or something. No. I had a Diablo <laughs> for literally seven minutes. Seven minutes. Seven minutes. I bought a Diablo Nitro, and then I traded Jay Treadway for a Raw. A horrible deal. I paid the Diablo Nitro? Diablo. Yeah. Oh. I straight traded him for a Raw that had gone on fire with rusty bolts. It was but, funny... We were talking about something completely unrelated, mm-hmm. Jay and I, on the phone. And then he says, hey, man. I'm like, yeah. You ever flown a Diablo Nitro? I was like, <laughs> no, dude. He's like, you need to. <laughs> yeah. He is so stoked about that. And I'll tell you what, that literally was one of the reasons that I went for that. Because I'm like, this guy loves this helicopter. Okay. And if I did this trade, I get a raw, which is what I want. I get the helicopter that almost burned down Rodney's house, which is worth more than cash value to me. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jay gets the helicopter that he's been pining over. Like, yeah. it's badass. So, yeah. Super cool. Yeah, he hung, a- it, he hung it in a tree already. So I saw that. I was like, dude, really? I don't even get to like, fly it once before you get it? <laughs> kind of like the Aurora. Oh, Yeah, I think it got five flights before it freaking just confettied. I'm so sad. I've never yeah. flown an Aurora. Well, the way I had it set up, you weren't missing nothing. All right. Not not even kidding. The Avant Aurora was the background image of my MySpace profile when I was growing up. Dude, it was the sexiest helicopter on the market at the time. Like, hands down. Hands down. It was like, you'd log on the website and look at all the 3D rendering photos, and they were just so, so pretty. Yeah. 
I liked it better than the Mastro, to be honest. When the Mastro came out, I was like, meh. Yeah. It's just not the Aurora. I know everyone listening can't see this, but I'm currently showing our show host this. That was my background for my MySpace when I was growing up. <laughs> That's funny. Von <laughs> Aurora. Hell yeah. Fly bar, baby. Yeah. Such yeah. a cool machine. It was fun to watch Marcus Kim fly those since I was, you know, I lived near him. Yeah. So it was so cool. I always wanted one, but it was just too expensive at the time. Yeah, just dreams. Dreaming. I couldn't even afford a right. Fury. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, that was the other one, the Fury 55. Like No, was... I never saw that. I, oh, really? I wanted okay. a Fury 90. And then oh, uh, Stratus. The Stratus. Bobby Watts was flying his green Stratus. Mm. I think it was. And that what ship was... was just on another level. What was that, like 2008 to 2010? Avant? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I kind of bit around somewhere before that. Yeah, I don't know when it started. Was it 2007, six somewhere in there, uh, Kyle? Uh, a line? No, um, Avant. Avant. Avant before that. Uh, was it before that? Well, it started technically as um, I say six upgrades for Robo. And yeah, he did his Yeah. Very and interesting. The Avant EFX and then for the Aurora. He was, so I never got the Avant 90, uh, which is what I wanted, but then there was talk about an, uh, an Aurora 55 and Ooh. I was like, yo, I'm like, make it happen. Like I started saving money the time that I heard that it was coming and nothing came. <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody might've had one. I think there was one prototype possibly, but, um, yeah, never came. Super disappointed because it looked just like the ninety as far as I was as far as what I was told, you know. We gotta ask Jason about that. I bet you he saw it if it existed. Uh very possible. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, derailed, sorry. Yeah, this is my week. Yeah. Shut Get up, Kevin. Uh last thing I got, I flew the Logo two hundred. I finally got around to fixing it. I put the um the current sensor in it, which is Honestly, like a little game changer for that little helicopter. Like, I've never had battery percentage in a small heli. Mm. It's really cool. Like, there's no more guesswork. You just have fun, fly at different head speeds, mess around, and you don't have to worry about killing your packs. Nice. Yeah. So I flew that in the front lawn, had a great time. I uh, flew four flights, and I'm pretty sure it sold. <laughs> we'll see. Uh... Nobody might hit me up. You listened to the last show, right? We were joking about it. Yep. So he hits me up you know, the next day, like the day it airs. He's like, so, you know, sell me that Logo 200? And I just hilarious. said, God damn it, dude. <laughs> Why <laughs> you got to do that to me? Oh, so, that's funny. I don't know. If it sells, that money's going to go towards a, uh, a 420. Nice. Nope. It's going to go towards my Logo 200. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you sell him your logo, and then I can keep mine? There you go. Because you just need to keep you, it. It should be a goal of yours to see how many different logo two hundred you could have owned. I'm not even kidding. This is number five. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a problem. And if I sell this one, I swear to God, I'll buy another one right, immediately after. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I'm trying really hard to stay away from it, but I I really dig that 420. Never thought I would, but yeah. Damn it. I like the direct drive thing. I like the fact you don't blow main, main gears. Because yeah. let me tell you, main gears are a joke. Once you get used to flying helicopters without main gears, main gears suck. Yep. Yep. 
So, yeah, I'm, I'm digging that. Yeah. Belts may cause like, yeah, drag, yeah, but I'd rather have a belt. Yeah, like the whole idea of sacrificial arms. That's cool. Like, yep. instead of bending stuff in the head, it just breaks the arm on the head. Right. Dope. I'll do that. Yeah. Buy a pack of those. Pack of links. And, yeah, we'll see how the blades survive. Yeah. But raw style boom should be cheap. No supports. Cheap. Belt. Right. Cheap. Yep. Sounds like the ultimate beater. I, yeah, it really does. Yeah. It really does. I, I, I still... I still will side with Eric's shoe, though, that I really wish that it was a 500 millimeter. Or, what? like, maybe a 480 that you could swing 503s you know, on, right? Yeah, he wanted a 480. That was his thing. Right. But, I mean... It's close. I might be making people angry here, but it's a raw-style boom. How many belt lengths do they make? Yeah, true. Turn into a 500. Yeah, Just maybe. put a longer tube on it. Yeah. What kind of head speed does that 420 need? All of it. <laughs> uh, Full East Coast yeah. style there. <laughs> I don't even know. Is that what like a thing? He already like told you, East... 87%. Yeah, 87%. Is that like an East Coast versus West Coast thing? Like, is East Coast notorious for higher head speed than West Coast? I think they amp it up and uh, a little more crazy on the fun flies. At least the ones I've been to. Yeah. Okay, okay. Hmm. I mean, I'll give you that. There's some crazy ass head speeds that I've seen here. I'm a low head speed guy, so yeah. uh, Captain Boring. Nice. I do a little both. We'll call him James May. Yes, I am the James. <laughs> Captain... There you go. I am the James May of flying. There that, we that go. Pretty well sums it up. Wait. Hell yeah. Right. All right then, James. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up, Clarkson. Chanza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else you got? <laughs> Ugh. I got nothing. That's my weeks. That's right, me kaput. I've uh, just been doing biking stuff. I just I don't have time to build. I got kits sitting on the table doing nothing. Mm. All right. Well, Steve, what have you been up to? Old James May. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I haven't flown in like the past month. Uh, took a little trip down to Tennessee and uh, did a. I have a Mustang. I went to like a little Mustang meet. I have a bullet. And uh, went down there and hung out and did the whole Broadway thing and everything else. Had a good time. And uh, I bought one of those. Uh, I can't get the name right because I've made too many fun of it. Um, what did I call it? Let me call it a nut goo. The sky goo or goose guy? Go- uh, goose, goose guy. I call it gooseki. Goose yeah, whatever. Gooseki. Yes. <laughs> nut goo. Sky goose. goo. Whatever it is. Sky I, goo. <laughs> I ordered one of those. It sounds pretty good. I blame John. Uh, I blame Sean at this fault. Yeah. I and, heard some uh, guys getting salty about those. So, but the 420 actually looks kind of cool. It's on the same token in here and you guys talking about it. It's, uh, it's a little encouraging. It's just, it's hot and humid here. It's been 95 and 95% humidity. And I treat the winter in the Midwest like, uh, or I treat the summer in the Midwest like this is the winter when I stay inside and get stuff done. Hmm. Very nice. Too hot to ride my bicycle. Yeah. I started singing the same song when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Although with you buying that that uh dirt jumper makes me go out and ride my Harl. So Let's I love go. the twenty six inch. I just, you know, look like a fat guy fat kid on a little bike, so fat <laughs> kid on a little bike. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. So I got a raw five eighty that's been sitting here that needs to be built. Uh but I've been slacking. 
That's right. about it for me. Okay. All right. All right. Wow. Cholo Barnes, what you been up to, buddy? So I've been uh, planning my trips out for the first of first two weeks of August, going yeah. there to an RCHO. Okay. And so I've been figuring out that, getting trades at work so I can make it to all those. And What kind spend. of trading? What? I do at, at work. I have to... Uh, Oh, rub and tug. We're straight. <laughs> rub and tug. Hey, 20 is a 20. 20 is a 20. I'll say it again. Um, yeah, so I've been doing that, getting that taken care of so I can make the trip, get in hotels, and you know, let me stay in your camper at RCHO. Like, yeah. Getting that all taken care of, making sure all the helis are all tightened up. Uh, and then yesterday, I went flying for a little while between rain as I had to deal with a uh, squeaker that was stuck in the flying field because she couldn't find her way out so we, did the cops come yeah they yeah, the cops came after i told her to leave and she said to call the cop pretty much it was like i ended up calling the non-emergency line. i'm like there's like a meth head that is trapped says she's trapped at this airport which is our flying field <laughs> she when i told me her, in the no-no spot no she was like remember i was telling you i was like she's between 25 and 35 but she looks way older yeah yeah yeah, she was 22 years old, and she looked like she was 40. Wow, she'd been rode hard and hung out wet. Oh, yeah, she was fucking, ugh. But, yeah, so I went and did that, dealt with that for about an hour, so that was fun. Now, then um, I was doing a bunch of yard work today in between rain, and then I've also, I also bought a bike last week that I ordered, so I'm waiting for that Sick. thing to come in. bought a Fasari, mm. and I'm Love excited it. about that thing. It's pretty rad. There are, I will say, if they're... Bike rides half as good as their customer service. I'm sold. Man, it's a good thing Gooch isn't here. He'd feel really left out right now. Doesn't ride bikes. No, he's he's not a biker. <laughs> yeah, I just realized everybody in here rides except yeah, yeah, except Gooch. Except Gooch. Man, you gotta cool. you gotta get your buddy to jump ship and go to bikes. Well, he's... they don't make bikes that small though, do they? Oh, 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 oh God. <laughs> Shots fired. Oh shit! Oh. Now and now he knows how it feels. There you, and you go. You can't defend. You can't defend yourself on the internet when someone's talking shit. That's yeah, right. right. That's right. That's how we do it. All right. Well, let's. Uh, oh, where am I? I'm there. Okay. Uh, once again, of course, we're recording early. Uh, it's the next week after the release of the last show, episode seventy-five. Uh, and there's reason for it because Gooch is not here. He's doing a, a fun fly. And then next week, Kyle was not going to be available. And since Kyle has not been on the show in a while, I forced him to come on. So, yeah. uh, that explains why my, my week has been so lackluster. Yeah. Well, I don't know, dude, you traded like fleets three times. So you stay yeah, busy. I, if I had two weeks, I could have traded back again and everything would have been normal. Yeah. Well, it'll just make it more interesting because it'll be a two weeks now. Right? Tune in next month when his fleet has returned back to normal. <laughs> yeah. Trade it back yeah. into what he had yeah. before. He'll be like, yep. I have a T Rex 600 Nitro fly bar. <laughs> Dude, I wish. <laughs> I so wish. That'd be pretty rad. Yeah. If anybody uh, has one, uh, feel free to message yeah. us at the Hellyhead Show. <laughs> <laughs> right. Jesus. Oh man. So, uh so that being said, Puma Puma 12 or Puma is it Puma It's Puma Puma, 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 Puma don't. Do. Puma don't. Puma don't. Yeah. Old Puma don't uh is still not it's still don'ting. It's uh not doing anything. Um 
so stupid. All I need to do is just, I think it's like, no, is the wiring done? Yeah, no, it's basically ready to be set up and the ESC to be set up, the YGE. And, um, and I got two new batteries in, matter of fact. I bought two of the Z packs from Amazon, only the best, uh, 4,000 mil. So I currently have a 12S stick that's a 5,000. I know Bert uses that. Uh, I don't, I don't know the story on it. I think even Gooch has a 12S 5,000 stick that he uses in his. That's all I fly in mine. I'm assuming it's going to feel a little heavier, no? No, it feels good. I, I, it feels like my nitro. Okay, well, I mean, and maybe when you, I'll love you flew, it. I don't know. Did you fly mine when you came down for Santos, or did I crash yeah. it? Yeah, uh, <laughs> hmm. No, I did fly it, but I don't remember exactly because I was getting used to how you have your stuff set up. The yeah. nitro felt good, and then then you crashed that the next time, and I was like, "Well, shit!" There went my day. Yeah. Well, there went your day. Yeah. Um, but uh, so yeah, so I have one of those, a five thousand, and then I have the four thousand now for the for the Puma. Don't. Hopefully, one day it will do. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting it done. It's just not done. So I've been putting a lot of my time, a lot of my effort into the nitro and it's to put it nicely. It's been a bit of a bastard. Um, and it's not any particular fault of the machine. Um, what was the first problem? Oh, well, so I started, sorry, I had to think about it for a second. Uh, so basically it has it had this horrible horrible tail wag and when i say horrible it wasn't like oh i'm rich please lean me out it was like flexing from you know left to right like super violent it was nasty and then on top of that it was surging like the the governor was surging so i spent one night with gooch and tom uh on the phone and we went through all kinds of stuff. At first, we thought maybe it was something with the engine. We thought maybe it was the crankshaft was bent because I did crash it pretty hard at RCHO in the crack hoe. And Kyle, you were there. And there was. So <laughs> it, it was pretty rough. And so I was like, maybe the crank's bent, you know? Like, I mean, I wouldn't put it past myself, you know? And so we started tearing into that. That was not the case. Uh, and so we went through a few other things and Tom was like, check the wiring. And so I started grabbing for wires while it was on by the Neo. And all of a sudden the tail servo started going nuts. And he was like, found it. <laughs> and I was like, yep, I think you, uh, I think you led me to it. So then Gooch had mentioned, he says, bet you the board inside the Neo is not, you know, like secure. I was like, really? I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, it's not that I didn't believe him. It was more so it was like, fuck, bro, come on. I don't want to freaking tear this whole thing, you know, apart. But uh, long story short, that's exactly what it was, is it was the board inside kind of moving around a little bit. And it was causing the tail servo to uh, be super unhappy. So next day, put it up in the air in the backyard, and it's still surging. I was like, what the you know, what the hell is going on here? That was today, actually. Um, so, tail wag is fixed. 
but it's still doing this surging thing. So talked to Todd Dudek and Gooch today on the phone, and uh, Todd gave me a few pointers uh, to try it out where the governor doesn't actually come on, and it is in fact still surging pretty bad. Uh, you can actually put it in a hover and watch the throttle servo just moving back and forth, like in and out. And um, So I guess we're sitting at the point where it's either the servo or maybe it's the RPM port, you know, on the Neo. Maybe it's the wiring. I don't know. But I we had to record tonight, so I didn't get a chance to finish up, you know, looking at it. But at least it's getting better. That's the good thing. Is it's it's getting better? <laughs> Did you try direct throttle? I was gonna say yeah, yeah normal throttle, yeah. or see if the percentage is moving up on the throttle, mm. if it's commanding that instead of. Yeah, no, I'm not that smart. I'm old school smart, and then at some point in time, technology left me with nitro, and I got stupid again. Mm. So yeah, or um, oh, you're using magnets. Never mind. Yeah, I don't have the back plate. I have the magnets, but well, I mean, I've had magnets not leak out, but I've had the sensor be somewhat loose, and the RPM reading is inconsistent, so it just hunts all over the place. But if you disabled the governor, it shouldn't affect anything. Well, I set normal mode to a flat fifty, so you you ramp up, you know, the first couple dots up to fifty, right? So you have a linear until fifty percent. Mm-hmm. And then it, it, I flattened it out to the, the flat 50. And Todd was saying that that would keep it from engaging the governor. Hmm. Is that correct, uh, Kyle? It's a really fun thing to do. Yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't really messed with it as much as Todd has. So I, I can't really say, to be honest. Yeah. I just would have done direct throttle in bank one. Yeah. Just pulled it up and see yep. what happens at mid-stick. A little bit above mistake. Well, that's what I. That's what how it is. I don't. No, you, it sounds like you started doing throttle curves and all that yeah. shit. Sent points like that. You got way too complicated. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, is before I did that, it was just a linear throttle stick controlled the throttle from low to high. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it did it then, but but his his reasoning was keep it at fifty. You know, once you meet half stick, put it at 50 and f- do a flat curve after that. So that way it will never go above 50%. And so that way uh, we'll yeah. know for a fact that it's not jumping onto the governor, if I understand correctly. So that's what we did. I did. I, I thought you had to select it to be in governor mode. That's why, like all like you, like Scott's saying, you linear curve. So you're saying so just take, to remove the governor altogether or... When yes. you when you yeah when you do yeah you just put in direct throttle curve it will be for like bank one it's guaranteed not to go in governor mode at all. There's three options like you said. So direct stick control is one option. Yeah. Another option is you can enable throttle curves with that check mark and a touch. Or the third option is you can make sure that your throttle percentage levels out and goes flat and remains underneath your min throttle percentage. Then your governor won't enable. Yeah, min min throttle I set at fifty also. Okay, so that's kind of weird, too, because you set your throttle to 50 and your min throttle's 50, so I don't know if it's going to try and jump onto the governor or not at that number. Yeah. So, like, if you were messing with that, I would make min throttle, like, 60, and then set your line to 50, so it's 10 points away from ever enabling the governor. Or just screw all of that complexity, do direct throttle on bank one, and just try it. If it surges, servo's fucked. 
or the motor is doing something weird, like it's hopping between needles, or there's an issue with it. It's definitely not jumping between needles. I do know that. Like it's, it's horribly like it's. There's times where it wants to just die, where it just kind of will go. I mean, it's it's like. I had I had a situation like that where they were so far out of sync that the mid was like stupid rich, and the the high end was so lean it would like go into the high needle, lean the fuck out and rev, and then sag back into mid, and then just bog down again and go back to low RPM. So it would generate like an oscillation, like you're talking about, like ring, 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 like the whole flight. Yeah, this is not even that consistent. I wish it was. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hey, say, have you tried just? Tried wiggling the wires on the servo, the throttle servo, see if that does anything? No, I have not had a chance yet. So oh, that okay. was kind of the next step was check the wiring of the throttle servo uh, and see if that's a problem. And then, because uh, here's what's weird is is then I can pull hold and it just settles right down into the ground, you know. <laughs> um, but, I mean, that would make sense because you're putting it in hold. But, you know, yeah, I don't know, man. It's pretty wild. But, uh, so I do have a, cause I don't have another mini servo. I have a full size, but I do have the plate, uh, the full size plate from the crack hoe. And I figured, you know, worst case, I'll try it out and see if a different servo fixes the problem. And if it doesn't, then, so here's my question for you guys. If, and I'm wondering, because a lot of people have touched this particular Neo, it's been on a few helis. If someone were to put power to the RPM uh, port of a Neo, would that burn it up? Nope, I do it all the time. Okay, then it's not that. I think they have a protection on them now. Wait, which port? The the RPM port. Oh yeah. Like Like if you were to accidentally put, you know, your two S lipo, you know, servo lead into there, would it nuke it? Yeah, no, it's the sensor port that you nuke it with. Yeah, exactly. That's a bad one to put it in. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Sensor. Different. It's, no, the it's, sensor, it's the sensor port on the other side. Yep. Auxiliary gyro. Oh. So it's meant for that little cube gyro that V-Bar has. Mm-hmm. So if you put power into that, you blow it. But RPM, all day long, that's where I run my hobby wing RPM wire into. Right. Okay. Well, then, I, I was wondering maybe if perhaps myself or one of the many people that's worked on that, you know, with that Neo being on there, like maybe it was something we did and maybe I maybe I nuked it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't know. But that's that's helpful. So that, that leans more towards maybe it either is the wiring or it's the servo. Mm-hmm. Do you have an extension in between the... Yes. Yeah. So I wonder if that could be at high yeah. RPMs vibrating, causing it to act weird. Ah, good idea. Yeah. So, I mean, it's all bundled, but still. Yeah. So, so that's what I've been fighting with. It hasn't been a lot of fun, um, but it, it's, it's not, <laughs> it's not ruined my time so much that I'm still not excited about getting it going. Like, I am super excited about getting this thing, you know, getting all the little bugs worked out and having some freaking fun with it. So, um, I'm, I'm actually more excited about that than I am the, Puma don't because obviously it's still <laughs> in you know right on the edge of being ready to go and I'm you know dicking around with this nitro but I am very excited about it so much so that hey Scott I bought something oh no way what'd you get I got 
There's some new company out there that I guess took over for Jersey Modeler. And I bought one of those fuel jugs with the all kitten shit on the side hanging off, whatever. No way. Dude, I'm freaking stoked. I always wanted one of those. Yeah, so it's nitro, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I was talking to that guy a few months ago and I bought a gas jug off of him. And then he had, you know, he asked, you know, what do you fly, this or that? And I was like, yeah, we've talked a bunch. I bought three nitro jugs off you in the past because I keep selling it every time I pseudo quit nitro. (laughs) I have one of yours. Immediately, exactly. <laughs> I literally bought three of them and I don't own them anymore. But um, well, I had the link of the place if you want to get another one eventually, uh, which yeah, you well, do because you know you're gonna buy my Kraken. So yeah, but so, um, yeah, I'll send you the link. If you're I talked to the guy and I told him that, and he's like, "Oh yeah, this other company does nitro ones now," and I was like, "Oh, that's weird. I guess he doesn't do it anymore." Yeah, yeah, because uh, Tom sent me the link today. And he yeah. was like, here, here's Jersey model. And he's like, I'm not sure if they do it. And so I started looking through it. I'm like, all these are gas because it has that yellow, um, what yeah. do they call that? Tigon? Tigon? Yeah. And I didn't find anything nitro. And I was like, well, I wonder if I could just change out the friggin' tubing, you know, but uh, maybe some of the connections wouldn't be small enough for, you know, nitro. No, I, I, I do worry about the material of the container, though. Oh, Okay. Well, so I have one of those on the way. It's only a 1.3 gallon. That's okay. Um, I was hoping for two, but is what it is, man. So, I, but I'm still super stoked. So I probably will end up converting it to, you know, um, with an electric pump, you know, because it's come with a hand crank one right now. But I'll just oh. leave the hand crank mounted on it and throw a, you know, electric pump on there. And if the electric ever shits the bed, then I'll just you know, throw all the connections to the hand crank and keep going, you know? Yeah, that's, I that's just what I did It's easier to charge, battery doesn't die. Yeah. So, I'm really excited. so stupid, it's just a fuel jug, but I'm freaking so excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> they are nice. Quality so, of life. It makes yeah, nitro yeah. easy. Right. So, very excited. Um, uh, just making sure everything's down by RCHO. I don't know what that means. Who wrote that in there? Are going to crash everything before CHO? I don't know what down... Maybe I meant uh, everything's ready. I don't know how you get down out of ready. So I suck. Anyways. Yeah, there you go. Change it for me, Scott. <laughs> down and crashed by RCHO. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. That's when, okay. When is RCHO? Yeah. Yeah, definitely going to happen. Uh, I will just... Um, I'll just use Chris's stuff. He'll let me fly his. Yeah. Is RCHO coming up? Unless I crash it. Yeah. So about that little sidebar on RCHO. Um, uh, I was talking to Jay and uh, I, I wanted to make it known uh, for Jay uh, that it, it's not an event. Just so everybody knows. Urcho is not an event. It's really just a group gathering of people coming to hang out. Um, it's like going there on the weekend to fly. Sounds like an event. Uh, it yeah, kind of so does. Sounds like a but well, the, the it's not sanctioned and it's not you know there's no landing fee. There's none of that. It's just he's just offering people a place to to come and hang out and fly. If you were unable to make it to Urcha, that's all this was for. Um, and I mean, yes, it was kind of a joke, but at the same time, it's it's just for those that uh, were unable to go to Urcha and you know wanted to to still get away and and have a good time but uh 
it's it's not really an event and uh you know they're they're not charging anything you know you can show up at or rcho anytime you want and come fly you know they don't care they welcome visitors so um but uh yeah just kind of wanted to throw that out there in case anybody wondered um it's just it's just a, a hangout spot that's all it is so anyway uh i think that's all i have anybody else got anything to add to their weeks no negative all right so speaking of jay we have this little q a thing we're doing and i don't know if we'll have any next time because i don't know if anybody has added but uh we have the q a from jay and he wants to know when is a combat edition bird going to be produced Raw 420? Yeah, there you go. 420. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe just a full blown Raw 700, brand new out the box. Just freaking commit, dude. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, I thought Diablos were combat nitros. Are Raw. they? Yeah. That's yeah. what I heard. Well, every they time lose I again. show up to that field with my new favorite thing, all of a sudden I find myself in combat. Yeah. So I think that helicopter, you know what? Jay Treadway. Oh, no. I challenge you to combat with your new Nitro Diablo helicopter against me with my Raw 700 Rodney Byrne edition. Yeah, with his Logo 200. No, oh. no, I want to hit him with a 700. <laughs> I want to cut a Diablo in half. Mm. Oh. Well, it doesn't fare against trees very well. Mm. So, cool. Uh, I mean, you guys can jump in here anytime. But we got uh, from Eric Shu. He wondered, what would Chris Diamante do for a Klondike bar? Mm. I think Chris would do a lot of things. I think he would just go out there and hover. Hover for a Klondike bar. <laughs> oh, geez. So, Daryl Thorpe, this is a technical question. This is like a show topic. I don't know. But anyway, Daryl Thorpe wanted to know belt tension. How tight? How loose? Does it vary from model to model? What do you guys got? Looser than the tightest you've ever experienced and a little tighter than the loosest you've ever had. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I, I think that nails it. Wow. Does it matter from uh, girl, I mean, uh, model to model? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Depends. <laughs> what, what are their names? <laughs> oh. oh, man. Oh, here's a good one. John Bean. He says, Visa or MasterCard so the wife doesn't find out. That's dumb. Cash. Have cash. you not heard of a firm? Yeah, cash. Yeah, a firm. Yeah. I, you know what my favorite is? Is PayPal. PayPal credit. Mm-hmm. The like wife it. has no idea what's going on in there. I.e. new fuel jug on the way. Yeah. So, yeah. And we've got finally from somebody anonymous who says, why does Andy give Ian the main shaft all the time? Sounds like Mm. shots fired. No one? Cool. Sounds sounds like Ian's running his belt a little too loose if he's sneaking it in there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. All right, Scott, bring it to us. What you got? Oh, yeah, about that. I don't. Can someone else sub in for me today? I mean, you know, I got guests in the house. I got the kid asleep in the other room. I know the perfect person. I mean, I mean, I mean, his name is Cholo. Bring it. I was was hoping we can double down and like combine powers at the same time. Mm. I mean, okay. But you're, but you're, but you've got guests. I mean, it's up to you. Yeah. I'll hit the low notes. You hit the high notes. Ready? There we go. Okay. Three, two, one. What is that? Wow. That was not in sync at all. 
That was terrible. Yeah. Look, it's the ping, okay? It's the ping. Delay. Yeah. <laughs> At least we tried. Yeah, well, I mean, well, Chris Diamante tries. I mean, yeah. What is hot? What is hot? The weakest yell I've ever heard in my entire life from a nice Children, guy. Children, please turn in your assignments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, what do we got? Jeez, look at there. Uh, the SAB 420. That's it. That's, That's it. That's all we got. I don't yeah. know if there's anything else, is there? Um, You're asking the wrong guy. Yeah, our news guy, he's off, you know. I mean, the, the, the we already talked about the M2 Evo comes out next week. No. Go with it. Like it. What is it? The, the OMP. The M2 Evo. Tell us about it. It's a little bigger. Mm. It's um surprisingly... Similar to the size of the the gooski, uh, uh-huh. some some may say identical. Um, you know, it's cool. All right, Different paint job, a little bigger, a little little more. Does it have like a fuselage to it or something? Nah. Oh, see that'd be dope. Like I, there was somebody out there who had a fuselage for their M2, and it looked amazing. Like scale, like goblin esque. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Or like logo. With the boom, you remember those? Yeah, I think yeah. scale would be kind of fun though. Now that I mention it, yeah, now that you mention it, that would be fun. Bring like, me an uh, Airwolf like M2, racers, but yeah, yeah, I want an Airwolf M2. Bring it. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah. with no. retracts. Don't be fucking around. All right. Be. Why are you gonna think so small? I want a Chinook M2. Well, you Ooh. do that. I like Airwolf. Okay. <laughs> I want lights, retracts, I want it all. I want, you know, the whole theme song. Right? I want the whole nine. Could you imagine if you could program that little tail motor to do that? That'd be awesome. It would be so cool. I'm yeah. down. <laughs> there you go. Logo, finally bring us something worth it. I mean, uh, something like that. Hmm. Okay. Betting a thousand today. All right, anybody else got anything else? Doesn't sound like it. All Think right. I'm Cricket. Crickets. All right, let's take a short break and we'll be right back. Hey everyone, Tom Shin here. I joined Only Fine Hellies because of the family environment that the Turner family promotes. Only Fine Helis carries the industry most desired products and provides fast shipping. Every year I attend a lot of fun flights and if you've ever been pressured into a Scott Graham tandem, Only Fine Helis has the parts to get you back in the air. You know, on second thought, you should just go buy the spares today at Only Fine Helis. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, as mentioned before, we have a special guest with us tonight. We have Mr. Steve O'Connor from Maximum Collective Podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. And, uh, man, we're going to get to know you a bit and then ask you a bunch of heli questions. You ready? I am. Thanks for having me. Sweet. Well, thank you for coming on. Yeah. I'm a big fan of what you guys are doing. Um, I think the podcast is really good, man. I dig it. And uh, I'm glad that you guys have decided to add yourselves to the mix of already RC Heli podcasts that are out there, but I like what you guys have going on. It's a lot of fun to listen to you guys, just so you know. Thank you. We appreciate that. Yeah. 
All right, let's dive right in. Oh, man. Steve, where are you from, buddy? I am from Missouri. Yes. Missouri. Oh. That's what I used to call I'd fly into Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah. I've lived all over, though. Maryland. um, I didn't really live in Texas, but I spent a year and a half there. I lived in California for a couple of years, lived in Denver for a couple of years, so which has really allowed me to get around to all all kinds of fun places. I have a question. How do you spend a year in a state and not live there? <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> like, were, you, were you homeless in Texas? Wandering <laughs> around Texas the entire time? Well, you know, it is warmer down there. Uh, <laughs> so I do IT stuff, and I was a consultant for a couple of years. And me and my T-Rex 500 actually spent several you know, like a year, year and a half down in Texas doing a lot of work for the different uh, power companies that are down there. Not necessarily oil companies, power companies. I was all Houston and College Station and places like that. I spent a lot of time down there. So I got to know that if people doing 80 miles an hour in Houston were doing the on and off ramps, I don't remember what they call them, little side service roads. That In Missouri, you scream at them. But uh, in Houston, they're just going to drive around you and they're already doing 90 miles an hour, so no big deal. I spent, yeah, a lot of time there. Hmm. Well, you mentioned that uh, you do some IT work. Can you get a little bit more specific in what you do for a living? Uh, well, I can't go into details because then I would give my secret away that I really don't do anything. No, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a system engineer, mostly Microsoft. Uh, done quite a bit of Linux stuff, too, and then I've been doing a lot more DevOps, a lot of the automation on the back-end type stuff. Nice. Nerd, cool. Nerdy stuff, you know. Yeah. Cool. But also, besides that, like, other than, like, RC Helicopters and now doing podcasts, do you have any other hobbies that you like to do on the fun, on the weekends and stuff like that? I don't know if we have enough time for that. Um, <laughs> a couple of them. Real quick, uh, I have a, I'm a Ford guy. I have a bullet Mustang. I like to drive that all over the place. Uh, California, Florida, Michigan. I've been all over the place with it. Um, I use it more for traveling. Uh, I built my own cargo conversion trailer to camping uh complete with my i would call it a second hobby i'm a solar guy if that makes any sense uh, a lot of people laugh at that but uh, after living in california solar actually works out really well for me but i'm not a 12s guy so uh i don't need to charge it mach 900 uh it works out really well and then recently last week two weeks ago i bought an electric motorcycle i'm gonna single-handedly really? save the planet you and Alex Rose. Nice. Well, I think Alex Alex's plaid is considerably faster than my little. I have a little zero. It's a zero S of all things. Right. But uh, it it's just a little little motor scooter. I call it a glorified moped, but I mean it. It's a lot of fun. When are you going to get Gregor into electric? <laughs> it's a glowped. <laughs> a glowped. Gregor's so busy trying to get me into nitro. I'm not sure I could talk him into electric. Although I did hear a rumor he is excited about the 420. Huh. Something about getting the main shaft. I'm, I'm not really sure what he meant by that, but hmm. yeah, there, there was something about he he really liked the idea of that main shaft in the one way. Huh. It goes in one way, I guess. I guess. Hmm. Nice. Interesting. Hmm. Well, cool. The Zero S. I was looking at the FXE the other day. So my buddy Jim Schuster picked up that one, um, mm-hmm. and they're they're weird. They're like so different motorcycles, and uh, I don't know. I only have I have like 380 miles on mine, 
and then I think he's about 382. Mm-hmm. But they're a lot of fun, but you can't do... So the, the drawback is you can't do, you know, 80 miles an hour for a sustained period of time without consuming all your battery. Of course. So it's just like it's just like low head speed versus high head speed on a helicopter, right? So if mm-hmm. you want to do 60 miles on a my motorcycle, you have to average like 45 miles an hour. So you could shoot up to 60 and 70, and but most of the time you're doing 35 or 40. Huh. And uh, if you're doing 60 miles an hour, you might get 40, 45 miles out of it. So it's mm-hmm. really weird. You have to be very conscient. Like in a gas car, you know, you just floor it and go and fill it up. In an electric, you have to be more conscientious. And here Can in Missouri, we don't. Yeah. No, it's only one. Normal, like, car charging places, like, can you stop somewhere along the drive or you got to go home to your normal, like, charge station? Well, I have a 110 outlet, is what it takes. It takes four and a half hours. And I picked up a converter for a J1772, which is like a level two style charger. Mm -hmm. The charger will do 220 volts, but it doesn't charge any faster. It's just 1300 watts. But you can buy additional chargers, and I've been looking into that and researching that, so I can charge it like four kilowatts roughly, is what I think I'll end up with. So I mean, I would charge in a third, a little, little less than a third of the time. Okay, that's not so bad. Yeah. So it's a lot of, you know, it's just a lot of fun. It's more for playing around than anything else. I was looking at it for commuting to go to and from work, just uh, to not waste the gas and I don't know, be on something with two wheels. Be kind of cool. It's. If you don't take a lot of highway, if you if you can do back roads and fun stuff, and back here in misery, you know we've got lots of the back roads, so mm-hmm. that's the way I take to a lot of places, and it's really enjoyable. Yeah, but if just, uh, or if I commuted a lot, but if I had to take a lot of highway, I don't know that I would go with it. Yeah, they're just not cheap either. They're like thirteen grand or something. Oh, yeah, we actually got a deal on it, <laughs> but uh, I don't know how we manage that. Wow, yeah. that's pretty cool. Nice. Well, why don't we jump into some more heli-oriented questions, then? Let's do it. Yeah. So, how long have you been flying uh, either RC or helis in general? About six minutes. Six uh, minutes. I've been flying since 2006, so, Kyle, I've gotten to watch you come up through the ranks. It's been Mm. very enjoyable, especially living out here in misery. I can (laughs) make it over there. So, I mean, XFC, I've gotten to go to a good portion of the XFC. I've been to almost every year since 2007. Um, nice. and so it's, it's been great to do that kind of stuff. I started off with a blade CP. I walked in to buy RC car parts and walked out with an RC helicopter and, you know, put $400 in the blade CP. Um, I don't know if any of you share that story, but, uh, yeah, I've, I've been around for a couple of years, not as long as some, but longer than others. So nice. That's cool. Yeah. Well, you have shown us your trophy wall of helicopters, but uh, why don't you tell us the ones that you fly regularly, and then you know show or tell us the ones that you uh, that you have from long ago. I don't know. I'm not as bad as Scott, but I mean, I I, I tend to buy and sell helicopters, so I've owned probably <laughs> six different Outrage Fusion 50s, for example. Um, I have two, but not only one flying. Uh, one is a spare kind of backup type thing because is I, it is I it flybarless or flybar? Yeah, it's it's flybarless. Okay. The Velocity Fifty is flybar. That's awesome. So somebody's got to help me set up a nitro motor for it, though. I keep bugging Gregor. I know. Yeah. He has them say, at his we house right now. <laughs> yep. He's got them at his house right now. He's working on the nitro motor for me. Uh, well, probably not as we speak, but coming soon. We're gonna That's have it at Phoenix. Cool. We want to do a. Want to do Greg Ringley? He's never flown a flybar 
regular, it's just a regular old 50. What is it, SD? It's just the regular old nitro motor. So we want to set it up kind of like historically. So slightly wow. underpowered and everything else. Then we want to give them a fly barred unit and nice. let them have fun down at Phoenix. What uh, tail gyro? We have not figured that out yet. Uh, Gregor said he had something. I initially was thinking Spartan or maybe even just a 401. I have a Spartan something. here. <laughs> I got and I'm, I'm not going to use it. Well, I might have to chat with you then. Yeah. Cool. Um, I have uh, my my day to day. So I'm the weirdo. Uh, I like 600. I know you don't probably get a lot of guys on there, but from like a budget standpoint and everything else, I can go fly the crap out of a 600, or I can just lollygag it around. Uh, James May it, if you will. And <laughs> so I, I just really dig the 600 size. Uh, I I disagree. I've heard some other arguments that oh they're not any less expensive, but I would say they are considerably less expensive and less intimidating when you're trying to show people stuff. So uh, most of the time I spend, uh, I, I take the buddy and I take the raw four eight or the raw five eighty and uh, I sold my oxys here for the. I flew the raw a couple of times, a buddy of mine, and I liked it. And I, I sold. I, I run a pair at a time, so I've got a backup. So when I go to fun flies, it's super easy. Uh, I've got an MD five hundred. I recently acquired. I always remember being at Urcha and watching like Jesse Cavros or uh, I don't know if Kyle Dahl. I know Cavros flew it, but they were just out there beating the MD500 around the logos, <laughs> and they're just so awesome. So I finally was able to acquire one of those. I have a Yurikai. It's not like just a SAB fanboy, and I'm really not. I have some outrages. I have some logos, some uh, old school Protos 500. Um, I just fly what I enjoy. I'm I'm not a latest and greatest guy. That's awesome. <laughs> That is very so, cool. So, flying what you enjoy. What about flying sims? Do you enjoy those? You know, Greg Greenlee and... Holy forgetting his name. Was it Sean? Shane? Shane... Aquinas or whatever? Or that was... Yeah, the... yeah. They did that whole, like, tele-learning thing. That was fun. But, like, if you just say, Hey, Steve, you really need to sim because you suck. Um, I just... I can't do it. Can't That's crazy. Do it. I didn't know you were in there, too. <laughs> yeah, I went in there and flew. Uh, funny because uh, it gets confused between Scott and then I got a buddy Steve Graham, who is a total friggin' totally nice guy, so fun to be around. And he was in there and uh, he likes his his bourbon while we were sitting there simming. And he's like, "Drive the tail, drive the tail." <laughs> so it was always a running joke. I, when I was living out in Denver, he's like, "Drive the tail." Yeah, good time. So that kind of simming I like, like when you're doing it with other people, and we've even talked about that on Maximum Collective, trying to get something like that kind of semi-started, you know, maybe twice a month or something. Yeah, um, it's great. It's just way it. more enjoyable. Scott, you were on there a couple of times. I knew you helped with stuff, and I mean, I did. I couldn't do all my orientations on funnels, so that was where the drive the tail comes in. So now I can do funnels in any orientation. Yeah, it was an eye-opener, too, for, for a lot of people, including myself. Like, remember when he had you fly around the painted line on the runway? Both directions, like, hovering around it? Like, yeah. I couldn't believe I couldn't do it when we started doing that. And it was, like, a huge eye-opener. Like, yeah, you can make it flip around, but you have zero positional control accuracy, you know? So, like, that drove it home, and I just went off on a tangent for the next, like, two years, making sure I have that control. Yeah, it definitely helped. Yeah. So, uh, you got any? You happen to have any sponsors that you fly for? Uh, you know, I can get me started on that one. Um, sponsors, Let's do it. no, but I'm a, 
I'm a field rep, so which is totally different. I know there's that whole ta-da, like uh, I fly for Heli Direct, and I think we've probably all seen the memes, and I've laughed at like every single one of them. They're all funny. <laughs> um, but I think being a rep is different than being a sponsored pilot, right? You get a couple of percent off, and I travel all over the country uh, going to fun flies and stuff, and definitely doesn't cover those costs. But uh, yeah, I mean, I fly for Heli Direct and Hobbywing. Nice. But again, just nice. in a rep capacity. Cool. Cool. But it is it well, is fun to help people. Like I think that when you sit here and talk about reps, uh, there's different. Like right, you've got some reps that are really, really, or that are really great and they're phenomenal pilots. But then you got other people that try to be helpful. I've always tried to be that helpful guy because I mean I'm just your Joe average pilot, maybe even just a line below that. James May. James May. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I can auto rotate pretty well, but that's about it. Hey, it's a skill not a lot of people have. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, I can't well, hover for two seconds. I mean, it's that's that's all yeah, I can do. Yeah, you can. But that's a nitro motor problem. What I heard earlier, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but it's an exciting three seconds with a surging governor. Bring it over here. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's your poor wife. Mm-hmm. Your poor wife. Yeah. yeah. You know what they say? The tighter the tail belt, the shorter the flight. Uh-huh. Nice. Oh, just... That's right. Wow. No shame in my game. Let's do well, it. Let's, let's get this back on track here. Steve, <laughs> how many pilots do you actively fly with in your area? Is, is how he's big where you are or is it kind of small? We're seeing trending lately. Yeah, it kind of has trended down, but we are lucky enough to have a helicopter-only field. The St. Louis Whirlybirds are here in the area. Um, I want to say there's at least 20 members, but actively, I would say six to ten folks that are pretty common at any given time you can go out and fly with. So it, it nice. is pretty good. I live in the northern, like, I live in northeast of St. Louis. Northwest, mm-hmm. uh, actually. Uh, and then they're down kind of southwest. So I have to travel a little bit to go fly with them, but... Even the smaller field I fly at locally, uh, there's a couple of people that have started getting into helicopters because I got out there and I could answer some questions for them. And, you know, they're intimidating. But uh, I've even gotten a couple of the blankers to come out and uh, pick up their little birds to come out and ask some questions. And it's a good time. Nice. So, me, I'm, I'm over here on the, uh, on the East Coast over here. I've never been to a West Coast event. West Coast event. So, can you tell, tell what about those? Tell me about those. You know, it's so weird because they're really so different. Uh, I've been to a couple of events down in Texas, and they're different than everybody else's. I was lucky enough to go to a couple of Big D's events, right? So up in Michigan, and those are different. Uh, East Coast, you guys uh, always seem to really, you guys have a good time. You guys are always pushing it. It feels like West Coast is a little bit more laid back. Um, we still get some people get out there and pushing it. We're lucky enough to like have Nick, Nick Maxwell come out to a couple of events here recently. Um, came out to the ranch back in February, and uh, it, we just try to be kind of low key, uh, more about having a good time and less about pushing it. Unless you're picking on Gregor and his girl Luke, um, then. But we we try to encourage that. It's not exactly like I think you guys get the rap, in my opinion, on the West Coast of like, hey, smash your shit in, or it's no fun. <laughs> and uh, you guys, you guys push it. We've seen some of the videos, and you guys are all having a good time, and that's great. Uh, but yeah, I think we're a little bit more low key. 
That's a interesting. Bit more laid back. It sounds so much more budget friendly. It sounds lovely. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Like come home with your helis in one piece, not in. I don't know that it was bag. always like that, though. Wasn't the RCHN like when RCHN was around? It seemed like they were pretty lively. Like Snohomish and a few other places up there, you know, Pacific I never Northwest. Made Snohomish, but I made it to RCHN, and that was that was again just a kind of a laid back event. Really? Uh, yeah, Pucci, we did some speed runs and some stuff like that. I, I want to say it was 2015. I was up there, and uh, yeah, it was. I thought it was very laid back, but again, I think I was wild because I wasn't used to all the West Coast folk. We had a lot of awesome pilots. I mean, uh, like I think the animal Alex Rose is one of the most aggressive pilots out there because he really, you get him going, you can really get him pushed. Um, but a lot of a lot of people, yeah, just a little bit more laid back. Here, Uku, um, he's probably one of the wildest pilots on the West Coast, and I don't know how known he's been around for 25, 30 years. He lopped the tail off his N7 here, I don't know, two years ago, and he just sat there and pure flipped out of it as his things just rotating down, just came down, landed, flared it the whole bit like he was intending to do it. Um, so yeah, it's just it's just a little different, but you get Uku. Uh, under the spotlight at nighttime, his favorite thing is to try to lose you. <laughs> so the spotlights are are the great part down there. How do you guys do spotlights out on the East Coast? I don't know that oh, I'm really. Hell yeah, spotlights are the best thing ever invented. They're they're great. They're totally different than you know the big old construction lights. So yeah, hundred percent better, like infinitely better. You almost can see a better when they're spotlighting it. Yeah, that's what I mean. You can see the, the disc and the ground. And it like highlights exactly where your disc is, so you can get so much lower because you can see, and you don't have to really worry about like flying outside the um, the construction light zone because you don't know exactly where the edge is. Spotlights usually follow you, but like you said, you got to try and fake out everyone that's spotlighting you and fly outside of their their target, which is fun. Yeah, you're talking to a person that flew out of the construction lights and landed a quarter of a mile away. Oh my god, yeah. that's scary! Honest, quarter mile. Landed on my skids. Best auto I've ever done. Landed on my skids, broke a skid. So oh. Tinder, uh, Brad Perry, and uh, I can see his face and I can't think of it. Uh, the other Perry, not his brother, but they all helped me find this thing. And it was it was beyond a cow pasture in somebody's front yard with a goat. <laughs> and uh, the lady's like, I heard the goats go nuts. They're like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess we do get a little bit wild, but not not East Coast wild. Hmm. Triple Tree is probably still one of my favorite places ever. Uh, that's such a beautiful area, though. It is. And then you got Ray yeah. out there, Ray out there running. I was I've been around since Steve and um, Clint were running it. Then you know you had Ray and Chris. We did like the the sliding auto contest, which was awesome and. Yeah, good time. So, speaking of good times, are you going to come out to RCHO? See some of the carnage? What is it? When is it? Like yeah. three times a year. Every weekend. We live here. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> like, I'm not joking. Like, that's, that shit's normal. Uh, you show up there on a normal Friday night and shit goes real. You set fires. We set a couch on fire, Christmas trees. You fly into it. Like, that's what we do. So... When I look for this kind of stuff, people put stuff up and say, hey, you know, there's this fun fly, and I don't really think about it until I see it, which is, if you see on the podcast, I try to go over fun flies. And 
I, I have a hard time like trying to track down when they are, where they are, what they might be like. Um, so I've wanted to come out there. My is that RCHO? Is that our Virginia? No, it's in North Carolina, a place called Nightdale by Raleigh. We will literally have a fun fly for you. If you tell us when you're free, <laughs> we'll show up at the event. Like it will be an event whenever you schedule it. No, I'm down for that. Yeah, just let me know what it is. I'm no, you let us know when it is, and we'll be there. Cool. <laughs> uh, well, what about Urchis, Steve? Are you going to make the trip this year? You're closer oh, yeah. now. Yeah, it's six hours away. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's tremendously easier. And uh, you said Denver you go to that one like hard. you go to that one every year. You said I definitely try to. Um, up until like sixteen, I was making it every year, and then like seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. 19 i might have gone out there um but yeah i mean i made it out there earlier as it as it shrank i kind of didn't go as much so but yeah up until i think 16 and then i was there the last uh year or two two years what about uh rodeo you going to rodeo this year absolutely yeah i'm gonna take that nitro fly bar out there and we're gonna see what uh mr ringley can do with it mr big raw Yeah. yeah yeah So a bunch of East Coast people are coming to you. That's going to be such a great time. It's going to be so awesome to like combine the two and, and really bring people together. Because, I mean, honestly, after 16 years in this hobby, I've had my lulls. But it's stuff like that that keeps me going in the hobby, you know? Yeah. Well, I think Jay's bringing his fire pit. So we'll put that out in the middle of the runway. They also have... God, I can't remember what the hell it's called like a big old it used to be used to keep the apple orchard or the some orchards warm so it's this big pipe and it like burns the burns the fuel up the thing uh pesci's got it don pesci's it, hmm. he brought it and uh that's actually really awesome can't remember what the name of the thing is though fire's good sweet <laughs> fire is good nice fire. so uh what's kept you in the hobby for all these years i mean has it been the people is it the the helis themselves like what keeps you coming back you know technology has really progressed that's definitely been helpful it's i think my budget's gotten bigger that's made it a little easier yeah um <laughs> uh but definitely the people I, I enjoy hanging out i'm actually more of an introvert than anything else i don't really leave the house i work from home remote and uh i only leave when i have to or to go to the field to be honest with you and uh yeah it's the those are the people like it's my second family nice for sure so progression while flying can you explain a little bit about like where you started how, where you are now and maybe some things that maybe hung you up maybe some things you still find challenging there's still plenty i find challenging <clears throat> um when i first started landing, flying right? just landing yes landing in one piece gently i think is the key right there um when i first started flying my wife i was like oh come out look i can hover and i mean i'd be in a 20 foot space on this blade cp and she used to make fun of me uh and she's been my biggest encourager through this entire thing yeah, i can hero like flip it. because my wife um <laughs> if you ask her no seriously she i can remember the fun fly she's like stop being a bitch just do it nice that's literally what my wife said <laughs> that's awesome so she yeah. has no idea what this costs does she oh she totally does but <laughs> checking accounts, so i'm as long as I make the house payment, the car payment, she doesn't care. Sweet. So I have a very awesome wife. I know not everybody has that same deal. I, I do. So it, it works out well for me. 
um, numerous things. What I was, Missouri doesn't really push it, so while there's a bunch of people around here that fly, the level of flying just never was pushed. Uh, I was one of the first people out of my group that could hover inverted, and I just thought, oh my god, that's so awesome. And, you know, it is. It's an accomplishment. But uh, when I got out to the West Coast in 15, I was like, oh my god, I totally have to set my game up. I want to be able to do this. Like, transitions. I never really can... I watch people do transitions, but it adds so much more flavor to the flying, and it's just more enjoyable to do. So, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm still pretty crappy at nose down inverted funnels, uh, either way. I mean, I can do them, but I can't I can't put them on command at six inches off the deck and make them big and make them small and move them around. I can do them, but I wouldn't say that I'm I'm proficient at them yet. Uh, the reverse uh, reverse barrel flip has been throwing me for a loop. I can do half and half, but tying the two together has been problematic. And then uh, my biggest bane of my existence has been Piro TikTok. Do mm. TikToks in all orientations. Uh, I can do half the Piro TikTok, but I can't bring it back. And it's just a matter of reaching down and grabbing my sack. Uh, <laughs> but again, I'm I'm not a big sim fan, so it's just get up there, you do it. It's uh, it's easy to fall back into the not trying that. So, but yeah, that that's kind of that's kind of where I stand on it. All right. Well, in the great words of your wife, stop being a bitch. Stop right. Being a bitch. Do those pyro TikToks. Let's go. Uh, I'm surprised I don't hear her chiming in right now. He's yelling it through the wall. Could you imagine? Stop being a bitch. <laughs> uh, so you fly you like fly in the winter time or you spend more time flying summer fly in the winter no nope. i'm definitely like if it's 45 degrees or above and missouri's pretty oh. good about it you get a lot of those days <laughs> um chris just froze but, to a block yeah oh just here in the work i mean degrees. i have 45 degrees and 20 mile an hour winds but we get a lot of 45 degree and sunny days and my god when i lived in Colorado at 5,000 feet, the sun would be beating on beating on you. If you'd be out there in a lightweight long sleeve shirt. No, uh, it's it's true. Five degrees. It's true. Uh, mm-hmm. When I was in Maine, briefly, like it, you could be outside in 18 degree weather as long as the wind's not blowing. Right. You know, it's crazy. But uh, I have I have two pairs of the random heli skis as well. So I enjoy sliding the helicopter down. I'm a big slider on the helicopter. So I enjoy going to the field and landing in the snow and taking off in the snow and all that kind of fun stuff. I have a heli baby yeah. as well. It's got big orange float. That's fun to oh, watch wow. it fly down through the snow. No. Do you nice. have like a no. indoor place to, you know, fly or whatever? Or You know, they do, but I'm just not a micro person. So I'll see how this goose guy thingy does, but I don't know. The indoor thing is kind of like simming to me. It's never really appealed. I got a tree I can fly around out of my backyard. That's that sounds more enjoyable to me. Uh, if I hit the tree, at least I had fun doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Nice. Awesome. All right, well, let's switch gears a little bit and talk about the podcast, the Maximum Collective podcast. Who started it and who was on it? So I was approached by Greg Greenley and Gregor McGrath. And damn it, you guys, we chose the wrong guy. Who were they? <laughs> yeah, they too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I was actually approached by them, but I've hung out with Greg Ringley a bunch, and I hung out with Gregor a bunch. Um, they'll always be Fernley, and he'll know what I'm referring to on that one. There's a running joke behind that one, but <laughs> we always have a good 
good time together. We have good chemistry. Uh, we've actually pushed each other even prior to the podcast. So I remember walking up to Ringley and just we were talking about something. I'm like, hey, man, you, you tend to do it the same way every time you do your maneuver. You can pretty well count, hey, he's going to go this way. And I was like, in a nice manner, I was like, hey, have you considered working on the other way around? He's like, you know, I have, but honestly, it's so easy to get caught in that groove. So that's that's kind of where that came from and him starting to talk to me. Um, but there was actually another person that even started talking about the thing, and I asked him last night. I can't remember the gentleman's name. Um, just sad because I'm friends with him on Facebook. Whoops. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that that's kind of how that started. We really wanted – there's a huge – so let's, let's – no offense. Your, your podcast is great. I enjoy it. But, I mean, RCHN, that's the gold level, right? That's the gold sure. standard in my mind. Totally um, agree. And those guys were great. They had awesome chemistry. I miss them every time I want to go listen to a podcast. I like, I've re-listened to some of their stuff. Um, yeah, they're, they're just terrific. And uh, we wanted to be something more like that. We wanted to keep a shorter podcast and uh, like stay on topic. Like Pick a topic, and that's what we're going to talk to. We tried to avoid uh, you know, doing <sighs> Yammer, just talking about stuff that maybe day-to-day stuff or anything else kind of just trying to do that 45 minute podcast staying within range so if you're driving to work or got a commute or anything like that it's something to easily listen to right digestible Smart. yeah so a real real quick question how did the host get selected was it like a possibly a lack of options <laughs> I, I i i give that joke all the time actually uh, but they turned around and they were talking and they were like, well, who else could we bring on the podcast? And they said that because I, I when I do fun flies, so I do the ranch heli beaters. And I do the, uh, I, I help with the mile high heli showdown. And so I, I generally like, not MC it, but I, I have no problem getting on the mic and talking to people. And they're like, oh, well, you got a good speaking voice and you're loud. So that's kind of how it came to be. And they asked and we talked and tried and decide if we had the chemistry or not. We, we kind of had a couple little pre-meetings and thought, hey, let's give this a shot. And for whatever reason, they chose, I think, uh, honestly, I think Greg Greenlee would be a better host overall. He, he definitely stepped in there quite often. Um, but uh, they chose me to do that. So I think, I can, I think Shaggy I said help. it best. I think Shaggy said it best, though. Everybody has their job on the podcast. So you're right. the host. I, I totally yeah. agree. Yep. Yep. Yeah, except Ian. Except Ian, yeah, his tech tips. He's a super nice guy. I just met him out in Nebraska. He super, is. Super nice guy. Um, I guess I had no idea he was getting uh, picked on in that, that way, but yeah, super <laughs> nice guy. Yeah. I was actually picking on him at the fun fly, and I kind of got a dirty stank eye from him, and I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> so uh, I, I just that's thought that's learn. how it went, but no, super nice guy. Yeah, he is. Very cool. Well, the nerd me has to know, what kind of equipment are you guys using? What are you doing to podcast? Like uh, Zoom or and what, what stuff are you using? So we use Zoom. Greg's actually the one that cuts it. So I can't remember the name of the software he uses to edit. But we have a lot more edits than what I'm hearing on this show while we're recording. We get a lot more pauses or blank air or any of that kind of stuff. Um, and then I, being an IT guy, I have a really nice Jabra headset I use for all my calls in the first place. And then they actually just both picked up like some 
mics. They got the whole boom mic with the little skirt in front of it and everything else. Yeah. So I, th- I think more basic. Uh, we are not quite at the Tinder level where we're individually recording tracks and doubly mastering them. But, uh, you know, we, we keep shooting for that. Yeah. I mean, you know, the the industry standard seems to be the Yeti, you know. So, um, you know, if you ever get around to coming off your Jabra headphones and you want to get a good mic, that's a good one to go with. Um, you talking so smack right now? What? To who? You making fun of his headphones? No, dog. Of course I am. No. Look, look, Mike did a great job with his Logitech microphone. That's all I'm saying. Mike? Sobe? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> his, his no, he had like a hundred dollar mixing board and he had a fifteen dollar mic. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> this is like a four hundred and fifty dollar Jabra headset, so it's like full boom mic, the whole ball of wax. Oh nice. Wow. Yeah, no, that's way yeah, more than well, I would be an IT yeah. guy and I've been working remote way before COVID. I worked remote all the way through uh, when I lived in Colorado, I was working remote a good portion of the time in California. So I, I had to have something like that. I, honestly, I think this yeah. thing's probably on its last leg. Oh, wow. Oh, didn't know yeah. it had legs. So what's the goal? Of the... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what, what's the goal of your podcast? Like, What's the intent other than entertaining us fools? Kind of just, I think the biggest intent was to give them notoriety notoriety to uh, West Coast and not to be East Coast versus West Coast but I think as the hobby has kind of slowed down uh, and there is that gap you know with you know no uh, RC Heli Nation we just felt like there was a hole in there and there's a lot of really great pilots all over the place uh, whether you're like you said up in Snohomish all the way like you got Pesci down in uh, San Diego uh, there's, there's people all across, you know, through Colorado, uh, and then, uh, up North Minnesota, all the way through there. Uh, yeah, it is, it's like, there's, I think most of the podcasts are more East coast minded minus, like you said, Ian. Yeah. Uh, I think he's the only other West coaster cause we were talking about that when we were out in Nebraska. Well, even, even like, like Nebraska, like yeah. nobody would think like, Oh, well, why would we go to Nebraska? But again, it was just a laid back, good time. They did an awesome time with it. So uh, I'm big on the, when you hear me talk, you'll hear me talk a lot about fun flies. And that gets back into the whole family side of this. You know, uh, you can pretty well walk up to anybody and ask somebody for help. And pretty well, 99% of people are going to help you. Minus that one guy at Earth that crashed the golf cart. But that's a whole different story, right? <laughs> um, sorry, just a little mini jab there. Oops. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's that's the goal. Just try to be helpful um and and that kind of stuff what what's funny to me is we really haven't received i know she guys has some questions on here we've asked for like hey what do you guys think or any feedback we've gotten like very little feedback stuff from, from our friends so yeah. i'm thinking everybody's just pushing play and then walking away well here's here's some feedback i want to hear some interviews of these people who are out west i want to get to know these people that is actually on our list yeah. uh, we've been trying to get people together it just can be difficult sometimes. It, well, like it's you can run yeah. into the Zoom issues or any of that other kind of stuff, but we have talked about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was kind of the original intent of our show is that we wanted to highlight everybody in the hobby. It wasn't about us as much as it was, you know, all of our, the well, whoever decides to listen. Um, 
But uh, yeah, we wanted to have people hit us up and be like, hey, I want to be on the show, you know, and let them have their five minutes of fame. You know what I mean? Like, let, let's get to know this person. Let's see who's out there. And uh, and that was the whole purpose of us starting is we wanted to interview as many average Joe people versus people who are well-known. You know what I mean? Let's not lie right. about that, though. It's not five minutes. It's like three hours of fame for those guys. Of course. <laughs> Past midnight every time. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're doing pretty good tonight. We're just, I was going to say, poor Steve. <laughs> we're holding ass. It's almost like one of us is a professional. Oh, goodness. Well, good deal. I, I'm glad you guys are here. Really am. I, I love the fact that, uh, you know, it's highlighting the, the West Coast because you're right. Um, I mean, besides Javier and, of course, Houdini with uh, Kenny and um, uh, Richard, you know, I mean, poor guys, for those guys to like reach out beyond Texas, it would take them three days to leave the state. So, you know, right. I, I, I'm glad there's someone else that can kind of pull on some of those other events that, uh, aren't necessarily, you know, um, in our reach, you know, where you guys can reach out to those folks and bring them to us and let's get to know them. So that's great. You know, Texas does have, it is home of the gasser, Doug Darby. Right. So yeah. I mean, he should he should be able to have enough gas to fly all the way out of Texas. You'd think. You'd think. <laughs> so, perfect. So, what next uh, show is coming our way from Maximum Collective? We're gonna go over that nitro topic, and I'm nice. going to be the. We. I hopefully we're taking a slightly different approach to it. I am not a nitro guy. Uh, I think that's one of our questions, but. Uh, I'm an electric guy. Ada's to be more precise. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm an electric guy, and we're going to go over nitro. And I've been jamming all these questions, like we were talking about fuel clips, and do you use a filter? Do you not use a filter? Um, all those kind of stuff. Because uh, I have some real new questions, and I actually brought up a list of <clears throat> can you can you use this forty dollar Hangar Nine starter on it? It says it's good for a one point eight cubic inch uh, starter. So yeah, we're, we're going to discuss, try to discuss some of that and try to take it from a new perspective. I think tuning and everything else has been covered quite a bit, but how do you get started in nitro? Why would you fly nitro? Um, all those kind of questions. I mean, electric, I've, I've been flying electric for 16 years. I've owned one T-Rex 600 nitro, um, and I ended up having a bad brain in that one that caused like three different crashes. But uh, that, was, that was my experience with, with nitro. Uh, and then I didn't really have to tune that motor. It was pretty common weather in California. So, yeah, but yeah so that's going to be the nitro is the topic. Awesome. Well, you got a good dude for it. You got my, my boy Gregor. So hmm. yeah. I've heard he can, he can tune a nitro. Yeah. He's, uh, he's been, he's been right. around the way. Yep. He's okay. Yeah. He's okay. Yeah. So how do you guys overcome topic like, dating back to the RCHN days. Like, I know that we've run into it here. I run into it with Bert. Like, how do you come up with topics that haven't already been run into the ground? I don't know that I'm personally concerned with that. Uh, we try to put our own spin on it. So mm -hmm. uh, there is stuff, like, there's there's been several nitros, or if somebody was sitting there reviewing fly bar lists, like, we talked about fly bar lists in uh, another podcast that talked about fly, fly bar lists in their experience. And so there was some concern, but we tried to do a different spin on it. We mm -hmm. tried to take a different approach. And so I don't, I don't know that we've done a good job with that or not, but it's always a concern, right? Like if, 
you guys are covering this. Well, then we don't want to do the exact same thing. Uh, but yeah, we, we, that's, I don't know that we really overly concern it. And I don't know that I ever heard a bod, bad podcast come from, uh, you guys, you and Bert. I've, I loved yeah. every single one of those or Bobby and Bert. I mean, they were all totally awesome. Nice. Well, thank you. Yeah. It's just tough. Cause you know, everyone's covered fly barless. Everyone's covered nitro to some extent. It's like, like you said, putting your own spin on it, but it's kind of tough, you know? Yeah. Well, a lot of these are opinions though anyway, right? Like my opinion, I'm an 8S 600 guy, which I know I'm totally out there. There's not a whole lot of me's out there that wants to fly a 600. Everybody wants their 700 or they want 12S or they want tons of power. Or they want a, you know, 14S Puma, uh, you know, everybody's got their own opinion. So you just take that spin on it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Totally, I do too. Totally. Yep. And, and that was kind of the, I think we had those discussions with Freefall at once is that um they were saying something like uh well we know you guys are going to cover that event or whatever and I was like yeah but the cool part is is that you might have experienced something different than I did you know um I mean obviously the the main stuff is is still going to be the same but there's always some kind of side stuff going on at events that maybe you experience something different so by all means cover it you know what I mean and um, so I I don't I don't mind some of that overlapping because sometimes you can get a different spin on things. So yeah, now now if we blatantly just verbatim copied the other podcast and kind of followed that topic, that would be really like right. Lame. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I, I think everybody you know talking to it, whatever you do, guys and bike right around the show. I wouldn't talk about nitro. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you bring <laughs> up nitro, and he I was on the phone with him for. God, we were on for another hour and a half after our we had a little pre-meeting last night for our our, our show next week uh, yeah. that's when we're going to record and yeah we sat on for another hour and a half and we were just talking about exactly stuff like that but i think we have good flow just like you guys do i think that's that's key to a podcast right you have to have good flow between the people and that's what hopefully makes it interesting i totally agree and i think you guys definitely have that for sure thank you so yeah so, as a podcast, do you guys plan on traveling around to places? I definitely plan on traveling. I believe Greg Ringley will be at Urcha. Um, I don't believe Greg is going to be able to make it. but the So, I think that's the furthest east all of us will be. I would definitely love to attend RCHO. Uh, I would like to be at Heli Extravaganza, but Mile High Heli Showdown is the following weekend, I believe, or the prior week it's right there in the same seven day period and i'll be out there in colorado so but yeah i've, I've been trying to do more uh come december wise if you know orlando is doing something again i think i'm going to definitely try to head down there i was going to talk to the guys and see if anybody was interested so i can bring the helicopters we can share them for all that matters don't even have to travel with helicopters right so i, I think i think that's a great time it's a terrific field i've been down there a couple of times great people Laid yeah. back, and then plus you could you can break from there and go off and do other fun stuff while you're in Orlando. Right, right, definitely. Yeah, I just thought it'd be kind of cool to like tour around, like get a few podcasts together, jump on a bus and tour around and go to different fun flies, you know, and uh, or just fields, kind of like what Gregor did a long time ago with A Main, you know, where they toured around the country. That'd be so awesome. That'd be a lot of fun. Right, right. No, he's yeah. talked about that quite a bit, and some of his stories and just the amount of people you got to meet. Yeah. Uh, definitely one of the reasons, like when we were talking about why are you still in the hobby or how have you not yeah. burnt out over the course of time? 
going to different places and meeting different people. Uh, there's a fun fly that happened. I used to live right outside of Tuxet Naval Base in Maryland, so Southern Maryland. Um, no Smith joke, please, for those people that know what that is. But uh, <laughs> so I turned around and I, I've lived out there, and it's just a different. Everywhere is different, right? So it's great to get around to the fun flies. I think from a time off perspective, is probably first you got time off, and then you're away from your family, and then everything else. So that could, that could be really Right, you know, not only cost prohibitive but time. Mm-hmm. Sounds like an awesome idea, but I don't know how well that would work. Yeah, yeah. Has Gregor ever been angry before? <laughs> <laughs> He's like one of the nicest dudes on the planet. Like I don't know, I don't know that I've ever seen that dude angry. Has he ever been angry? So what happens in Fernley stays in Fernley, um, which is a fun fly actually out in California. But uh, <laughs> no, I've never seen the man angry. Uh, it's to the point of it's scary. He's like literally. I know some really nice people, but let's face it, we all have bad days. Sure. I've never seen that. I've talked to the guy when he's having a bad day, and he still sounds cheery. Right. Uh, right. I don't even. I don't even. I'm like, can I have whatever you're on? Because I mean, that would be <laughs> awesome. I could really use that today. I'm not having a great day, and no, probably the nicest person I've ever met in the hobby. Totally agree. Super super helpful, <laughs> unless you ask for you know electric help but uh, <laughs> right no i'm just giving him trouble he's he's always willing to help no matter what that is definitely true so talking about the other greg what makes greg ringley a big raw you know his his style and his niceness and his involvement in the hobby i would say is the uh defining factors not just his 800 raw that i think is totally awesome and I think we've even mentioned it. Like, they should sell that kit. Uh, so if you know anybody, Kyle, that might have any <laughs> influence with SAB, they should at least consider that. Uh, that that wouldn't be that hard of a kit to put out, in my yeah. mind, or even a stretch ex, kit. Uh, a stretch kit, I mean. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So. Well, the big uh, rod. Right. So you'd almost have to wait till 69, though. To <laughs> <the big> <laughs> I think that, that would suit the best. <laughs> um. No, he's so helpful in the hobby. Like I said, he did the uh, the training, the online training and stuff like that. He just is a super nice guy, and uh, yeah, I just that, that actually kind of fits his personality, especially when Gregor's does it. Big raw, I can't even do it. <laughs> Man, speaking of him being helpful, how about you? If people start started coming to you for help because you've been on the podcast and stuff and more well known. Um, I don't know any more so than before. So I was really into brain. I flew brain for 10 years. I always seemed to be, uh, helping people with that kind of stuff. And then I've recently converted over, not a hundred percent. I still own a jetty and I still, I have like a TX 16 and, but I, I have switched over a good portion of my fleet to V, v control. Um, uh, although I would not say I have completely converted, uh, nor do I plan on it, but, uh, no, I don't, I don't think any, any more than normal. Uh, like I said, at my local field, I've been helping people get into helicopters. That's the part that I enjoy the most. Uh, I can help people fly better, but I, again, you, I couldn't show you how to necessarily do the maneuver, but I, I am capable now of actually seeing it. I remember watching, talking to Matt Botos years ago. He was doing something, and I'm like, can you actually see that spinning? And at the time, I had no like, no comprehension of where the tail orientation was and what input put in my brain was not processing that fast. 
and uh, now I can actually see that kind of stuff. So that's awesome. Well, again, uh, you know, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. I I know again, just saying, you know, we appreciate you guys firing up the podcast and bringing us the West Coast and uh, you know teaching us all about what's going on out there. But uh, we do very much appreciate you coming on tonight and talking with us. So. I got to really say thank you for the warm welcome. Every I We weren't sure how it would be taken, uh, whether it was going to be an East Coast, West Coast thing, because that's not what we intend. It was more about unification and, again, about community, which it really has felt like, hey, oh, there is the West Coast. Maybe we should consider going this kind of stuff. Yeah. Or vice versa. Like, we hear about these East Coast things all the time, um, and there are some great people. Uh, I was giving you trouble earlier, Scott, uh, but, I mean, I've watched you fly quite a few times, and you're very entertaining always entertaining your auto on the moving obstacle the other day was totally top notch. <laughs> that was so cool. So it is that that's the thing like, Oh, I want to go to that fun fly. You know, I want to go out to an East coast fun fly. And Gregor said the same thing. Once you've been out there, you see it, it's different. It's just, it's a eye opening. It's interesting. Oh <laughs> yeah, definitely. I agree. Well, I know a lot of us are looking forward to coming out to rodeo and, uh, and it's not just for churros. I make jokes, but it's uh, it's just going to be very fun to, um, you know, experience fun flies the way you guys do and meet all of you. And and uh, yeah, we're we're very much so looking forward to it. And I have a feeling it won't be the last time that we make a trek out there. I know Gucci's pushing really hard for us to go international up to Toronto next year. But uh, I do know that the Ken Marshall fun fly is also one of those that's uh, supposed to be one of you guys' best event uh, events out there. So um, you never know. Well, that's that's kind of near and dear to my heart. I've, I've helped uh, get that one started. Actually, I'm pretty sure kind of was, I want to say it was Danny Juarez's brainchild. Um, I'm not the official CD on it, but I do a lot of the backend stuff. doesn't matter if I'm running the microphone or, or cleaning up the toilet. Uh, but with 100 people there, 100 pilots, and then, uh, you know, wives and everything else there, uh, it gets messy really quick. Yeah, yeah. So, sure. but no, it's a, it is a great fun fly. And uh, Ken, and luckily the Marshall family is so gracious because this is not even an AMA sanctioned field. It is sanctioned AMA because we work with the local LFE flyers out there, but it's actually on a private property and it, it's totally awesome. There's five pads and I'm not trying to plug it. I don't mean to plug it, but, uh, it's kind of near and dear to my heart. It's one of those fun flies. It's really great. The whole Marshall family, and if any of you guys know Ken, or if you've sold Ken Marshall a helicopter, <laughs> let's face so it, uh, chances are many people listening to this are like, I sold that guy a helicopter, and I probably worked on that helicopter. Uh, <laughs> last last account, I was 107 helicopter. And, oh, my uh, gosh. I don't even take a helicopter when I go out there. My goal is to fly like 40 different helicopters, and I don't think I've ever achieved it. Wow. So, and it's Crazy. just literally ready to fly. Let's go. That's so. insane. Wow. Mm. Well, we'll we know where all the neos went. Yeah. <laughs> That's where all the neos went. I can neither went. confirm nor deny. I have photos of Zach, but yeah. That's hilarious. Well, very cool. Steve, if people wanted to get in touch with you, how could they do it? Uh, you can do it through the Maximum Collective Facebook page. That's probably the easiest way. Okay. Sounds good. 
Uh, all right. And if you guys would like to get in touch with us, you can reach us at theheliheadshow at gmail.com. And uh, we, uh, you know, you got questions, you got things you want to talk about, get off your chest, come on the show. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. So, um, what else we got? So, I'd uh, like to do a little shout out to all the other podcasts out there and video personalities in the hobby, especially Bill Ann. Bill Ann. Bill, Bill. All right. Anything else? I'd just like to comment the fact that it sounds like you are a school principal talking over the PA system right now. (laughs) (laughs) But carry on because it's entertaining. That's why I hate it. There you go. Perfect. Facebook page, follow, subscribe, Podbean, iTunes, leave us a comment, do whatever you want to do. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, How about some parting words there, cool hands? Hmm. Hashtag Fo20 plays it. Mm. Hashtag Urcha is coming in hot. Need to wrench on some stuff and get ready. And hashtag VBARGov, all the things. Nice. Yeah. All right, Trader Joe, what you got? Mm. Right now he's doing it. Man. Yeah, yeah I know. Do my homework <laughs> last minute. We got hashtag screw you, Bill. Mm. <laughs> hashtag bike and mole. Nice. Hashtag bitch mittens. And hashtag lose that last 40. All right. Should be down to like 30 or something now. No, I've been hanging around that 240 mark for quite some time. I keep having good days and bad days. and It's tough, man. I can only ride two times a week now. Yeah. We're, we're getting there. We'll find our groove. It's not getting worse, and that's the best part. I feel, yeah. awesome. you, got, I feel you got 10 less than me, so good job. <laughs> All right, Cholo, what you got, buddy? So we got hashtag my mic sucks. Nice. <laughs> hashtag new bike life. Nice. And we also got a long one, which is hashtag we all know skids made, made that girl taste the spark of spring play and blame it on me. I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about there, principal. Yeah, thanks, mm-hmm. Superintendent Barnes. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to what I have to say. Oh, shit. All right, here we go. We got uh, know the facts. Hashtag know the facts. Hashtag if it flies, it dies, or desolders, or unplugs, or gov surges, or tail wags. I got it all. Uh, hashtag 12 a.m. is my limit. Hashtag if you crash enough, there is no need for maintenance. Hashtag packs or packs. And just for Kyle, hashtag all packs crash the same. Like shit. Yes. And then we've got a hashtag rodeo is for churros. Thank you so much for listening. This has been episode number 76 with Steve O'Connor from Maximum Collective. We'll catch you guys next time. There, homeboy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag, hashtag pop them breakers. Mm. Well, yeah. What hashtag ate us. Hashtag, uh, I don't know, low head speed, baby. <laughs> nice. nice. I like it. We can stuff that one at the end. Got it covered. There you go. All right.
that's it, fellers. Thank you very much. Well, thanks, guys. That was a wonderful time. I yeah. hope I wasn't too uh, too James May for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy to hear Scott's flying again. Wait, <laughs> what are you going to do with your head? I'm going to stick it in a box. <laughs> Uh, I just had to get that on recording, that's all. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking oh. about? Blame for what? You blame me for all of the Velcro. You didn't tell him the whole story. What story? That you, story? that you that painted one... some chick's teeth? No. When, <laughs> I, when I found out that I borrowed, when someone put the Velcro in my box. Uh, I didn't. And I, yeah. I, well, I'm just going to blame you for now because you blame you. <laughs> You're shitting in some girl's mouth over here. <laughs> uh, what's up? <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Steve Con O'Connor, do you have a nickname? John Connor. No, but, not really. I've always managed to. Everybody calls me O'Connor, O'Connor. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't really have a uh, nickname, if you will. That's Should we call you Brian? Sure. Brian, I've gotten that one. Um, I only get offended when people sit there and say that I'm not the original Stevo. The other guy's just a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> nice, uh, nice. Pretty good. Um. Scott, what are we calling you these days? Flip flop uh, v uh, two point oh. Yeah, sure. Okay. No, Trader. seriously. Trader oh. Joe. Trader Joe. Yeah. Yes, how you doing? Man? Make that happen. Trader Joe. That's actually pretty funny. <laughs> Horribly accurate. Okay, done. No. <laughs> Trader Joe. That would be you, Scott. He was supposed to be snoring, I think. I think he was supposed to do a light little... Oh, sorry. I'm he's on a... mute. He's on. He's under the desk <laughs> already. He's like, I'm yelling at it. What the Lord. heck? He's under the desk already. Chris. I heard uh, Scott snoring again. It's not me this time, though. It's Chris. Okay, it's the, the here we go. Firefighter. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of your podcast, uh, what... Let's start that over because someone's making a bunch of noise. Maybe he's on I think mute. That's Chris. It might be Chris, yeah. Sounds like he's jacking around to me. Yeah. Yeah. Some jacking might say around. he's nice. fired. Nice. I don't get it. All right, let's hold tight for just a second. Chris, can you hear us? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the binary answer? Is that right, yeah. That was some ones, ones and zeros. Oh, shit. Something wrong. Yeah, what do you, what do you got to do, Chris? Help us out here. Did he get that $15 mic? Right. Yeah. He bought it from... I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's wrong. Okay, you, know, you can stop typing. I got you. Um, what, what are you using, Chris? Are you using computer and headphone and stuff, or are you using your phone? I mean, obviously, you can hear me. Sounds like he's using the device in the Titanic. Yeah. Pinging. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Junk. Nice. Um, 
Can you connect up with your phone and some Apple headphones? If you can hear us, give us two crackles. <laughs> that was too many. That was three. Oh, shit. You guys there? Yeah, can you hear us? Fuck, I was losing my mind right then. Yeah, bad echo, dog. Hang on, yeah, let me turn here. Yeah, I'm working on that right now. Whoa. Walk, 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 walk. This is so bad. Walk, 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 walk. Okay, that better? I think so. We're almost done anyways. Well, I had a cat and dog fight that ripped the mic out of my head computer, and then it stopped working after that, I guess. Wow. Oh, sweet. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. <laughs> oh, man. All right. You ready to move on? All right, all right, all right. All right. Mm-hmm. Kyle, kick it off. Yeah, Kyle! <laughs> <laughs> That was perfect. <laughs> Kyle, you sound like kind of horse there, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. God. Yeah. We made it before. Fuck, bro. Back. 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 Bro. Back. 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 Cholo's mic sucks. Oh, I know. I can hear it myself. Principal Barnes. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, that was freaking great. All right, I got nothing else. I got to get in bed. I know that much. I'm going to bed. All right. Yes, we'll, all right. Mike. Thank you again, Steve. Appreciate it, buddy. <laughs> yep. Thanks, guys. Bye. All right. Have a good night, yeah. you guys. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Right,